Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am Jordan Dove, and I am joined by Ronald Riggs. Um, we got a good one for you. We're going to do a little bit of uh, updating from our power rankings from the beginning of the year. You might remember uh, the live show at the beginning of the school year. We did a top five power ranking for the NFL, uh, kind of seeing where the best teams were at. We are how many weeks in, Ronald? Uh, week seven. Seven. Okay. Going into week seven, let's say that. And um, a lot has changed for me. Well, not much, I guess. I personally, I, I'm going to make these as I go along, but I can see three of my uh, top five staying in there. Um, but yeah, we got a good one today. Uh, we're going to try and uh, hurry up because at the time of this recording, the World Series starts in less than an hour, and I'm excited to watch that one. Ronald probably is not, as he is a Houston Astros fan. Hey, they gave it their all, man. They came back, and they were so close. They were so close. They would have been, what, the second team in, in history to do that? Yeah, and, like, I keep thinking about it. I was like, if we were only down 3-1, to one, we would have won the series. It's true. All you need is to uh, split those first two, right? And then who knows what could happen. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll try and make this a quick one. But before we begin, let's, um, let's give a review of what our top five was at the beginning of the year. You can go first. Do you remember yours? Oh, uh, yeah, it was Chiefs, Saints, Ravens. Then I did 49s, and then I did books. Yeah, in that order, right? Like one through five. Yeah, yeah my one my one through five. Yeah, Chiefs were the best. Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, 49ers, and... Or maybe I... No, no, no. I think I put Saints at four. I think that's what it was. No, no, no. I put 49ers. Yeah, yeah. So Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, 49ers, and Titans. That was my top five. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that was what we had a um, month and a half ago, you know, whenever it was, the NFL started. But, um, before we begin, can we give like a, a least, uh, a, a five least, like the five worst, uh, teams through seven weeks? Like, let's do that. Like, we don't have to talk in depth, <laughs> but let's just name off a few. So like, can we agree the New York Jets are the worst team in the NFL? Easily. Like, I really do not see them winning a game. I I don't either, honestly. And I texted my friend back home who's a big Browns fan, give me the 2017 Browns all day. I'll take that 0-16 team over this Jets team. Even if the Jets end up winning one or two games, which the NFL is crazy, they might. But I'll take that Browns team any day. This Jets, this Jets team is, is one of the worst run teams I've ever seen. I've said it so many times. Adam Gase needs to get out of there. His system is not working. Their offense is awful. Um, they put up their, their first goose egg of the of the year against uh, Miami. They played so bad that Tua finally got put in, and now Tua's going to start next week, which I'm actually excited about. I'm really, really excited to see him play. Might actually tune into a Dolphins game for, for a change. Um, but yeah, the Jets... We can probably agree they're the worst. Who would you say is probably right behind them, at almost at almost the worst? Uh, probably the Jaguars. The Jaguars, yeah. That's crazy because like, maybe like week two, week three, I actually saw them like making some noise at one point, mm-hmm. but nah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, isn't it? Just I remember three years ago, right? Three years Saxonville. ago, Saxonville. That's right. And they had that insane defense that was a quarter away from going to the Super Bowl. 
up 10 at New England, and then Tom Brady does Tom Brady things and comes back. And now here they are, and they're the same old Jags. Same old Jags. Had promised last year bringing in Nick Foles. He gets hurt. He's like, I'm not coming back. Goes to Chicago. Um, he's doing really well right now, actually. Um, yeah, I'd agree with the Jags. What about um, what about the team that shares the state that shares MetLife with the Jets? The Giants are terrible. The Giants are really bad. Yeah, the Giants are horrible, but like they're actually playing good defense. Like I, I watch their game, and they're actually playing good defense. Like they're probably gonna go lose thirteen games this year, but they'll probably be better next year. Okay. You know what I was saying also was um, so the Jets. This is this is one of my least popular opinions, sports opinions. I think Darnold would be fine with the Jets if he wasn't if there wasn't such bad coaching and development. So when I say that, the Giants, if they if they get um, you know top three pick, I think uh, I think they could redeem themselves if they went after Trevor. If they got Trevor Lawrence, because Daniel Jones isn't working out right now. So when I say that, I don't think the Jets should necessarily go after him, honestly. One of my least popular opinions. But if the Giants went after them, it could really, I think it could redeem them. And they might turn things around. I'm not saying they'll go to the playoffs, but, I mean, right now the Giants are are pretty high up there. They got, I think they got a top two pick right now. Just saying. Yeah. So when I say that, Giants, keep on tanking. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do, something good might come out of it. Sorry, Daniel Jones. It's just not working right now. I mean, can you imagine Trevor Lawrence and Saquon Barkley on the same team? Young talent. I'm telling you. They need to get a no-line, though. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just saying. If that happens a year from now, listen back on this podcast and show people. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, that's three teams. Let's pick two more who are just awful. Uh, what about, uh, you know what? Let's just stick with the NFC East. <laughs> Washington, good yeah, Lord. 1-0 and o have since dropped their last five. Three different quarterbacks. Three different quarterbacks. That's right. It was good seeing Alex Smith out there again, though. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And then one more. Who were we thinking? Uh, let's see. I got to look at the standings. I feel like there's an obvious one I'm missing. I'd probably go Vikings. Vikings are bad. I know that because... Well, no, no, no. Not Vikings. Falcons. See, but the Falcons always have the better personnel. They just underachieve. If I'm looking at at roster and record, I'm going to go Minnesota. Yeah. They lost so many people on D... Falcons are bad, and they're the same old Falcons blowing leads, but the Vikings... I have a personal story about this. I picked the defense, the Vikings defense on fantasy <laughs> at the beginning of the year because they tear it up every year. But I, I really, I honestly did not pay attention to how many defensive starters they lost. Um, and it's just, it's bad right now for them, Minnesota. I might go Minnesota. To think, I, I don't know why I'm reminding the audience about this. I did, I don't know if you remember, I picked Minnesota to win the NFC North this year. <laughs> bad I think pick. I did too. Did you? I think we both did. And then Nathan was the only one that picked Packers, which was the smart choice. Um, but, yeah, those the are Bears. Our, the Bears. Yeah. Let's actually roll into that. What are some surprising teams? Chicago, I think, would be number one. Yeah, Bears, Steelers, definitely. Steelers, for sure. Um, I knew they had a good defense coming in, but they're in a tough division. They've been fine. 
They're five and zero. I'm anxious to see the Titans game because they're both uh, undefeated teams. See, you know who really comes out on top. But Pittsburgh for sure, very surprising. Chicago. What can you say? If I need a defensive stop in the clutch, I'm taking Chicago's defense right now over anyone else. If I need a stop to win the game, give me the Bears because they've yeah. they've come out on top each time. You know, close game after close game. You think about the Detroit game at the beginning of the year. You think about the Buccaneers game, the Thursday night game uh, when they won 2019. Um, there was another one that I'm missing too. But anyway, they've come up in clutch moments. They're winning all their games um, by re- or like really close margins. Yeah, last week that was the game. Which game? Uh, last week against the Panthers, they uh, got a last second interception. That's what I was thinking of. Panthers game too. Close game after close game, and I'm so glad they made the switch from uh, Trubisky to Foles for sure. Um, other surprising teams. Uh, for me personally, it's the Titans because I I thought they were going to be frauds. I did not believe in them at all, and not surprising to me. And here they are. And we're gonna get around that, to, or we're gonna get to that later. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and get into it. So, we did our power rankings. We did our top five at the beginning of the year. Now here we are in week seven. We're about to update them. I will go ahead and spoil the list. I have two out from my week one prediction. And I put two and I put two replacements in, but let's do it how we did last time. Let's go five. You know, you go five, I'll go five, and then four and four and so on and so forth until we get to one. Some of these we'll probably agree on, and if we do, you know, and just restate, you know, what we already said. But I'll start with you. Fifth best team in the NFL to you right now? Probably Seattle. Seattle. I really like that. That was a team I had. Just missing the top five in week one. I, I remember I told Nathan, I was like, they're probably six or seven to me, but why Seattle? Well, I mean, obviously if you're five and know you're doing something right, and their offense is crazy, despite not having an O-line for like the third straight year. And the reason I have them at five and not higher since they're undefeated is just, man, you that defense is horrible. Like their D-line was getting driven off the ball every play against Minnesota. The secondary is shaky, even with Jamal Adams. It's just, and then in like the toughest division in the NFL. So, I got my five right now. Mm-hmm. No, I like that a lot. They've been impressing me. Five is the same for me. I'm gonna keep the Titans in there. I said the Titans were the fifth best team in the in the NFL week one, and I and I wanted to clarify with you if I was crazy or not, and you said I was crazy. <laughs> Um, right now they're five and zero, and they're looking good. They're looking good. The only thing I would have to I'd have to put them down about is they have had a really weak schedule. Let me read this off to you: Broncos week one, Jaguars week two. Of course, they've won all these games. Jaguars week two, Vikings week three. Tough tough game here. Bills week four. And that's one of the teams I meant to say about surprising, too. I, I thought they'd be okay, but not this good. Like, Josh Allen's playing out of his mind and Stephon Diggs. I knew they'd have good defense, which actually their defense has been not good. Anyway, Bills week four, and then Houston, who they beat in overtime. That was a crazy game. Game-tying uh, touchdown pass. 
with a couple seconds to go, and then they get it done against Houston in overtime. Titans are five notes, so the only that's the only thing I'd have to put against them. Not a tough schedule. However, um, this Sunday, Pittsburgh, they have Pittsburgh, and then another string of, of pretty easy games. But the Pittsburgh game is going to be their first real test. After that, easy. Cincinnati, Chicago. Chicago's playing well, but I don't think they can beat Tennessee. Indianapolis. And then you've got another test with Baltimore. And then I look down the list. Really, really easy schedule. Only three hard games, and that's Pittsburgh and um, Baltimore, like I already said. And then they have Green Bay on December 27th. So the Titans, they could rack up a lot of wins this year. I'm going to keep them at number five. Derrick Henry uh, might win the rushing title again this year. Five games, he's had three with over 100 rushing yards. And um, some like six touchdowns. He's been scoring a pretty good amount, too. Um, Let's roll right into number four. Who you got at number four? Number four, I got the Steelers. Steelers. Speaking of the Steelers. (laughs) So why Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean... The defense is great. I knew they'd be pretty good. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is probably the best safety in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the D-line is great. And Ben is actually looking like his prime self. He's not doing bad. And they're doing this with subpar performance from uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Chase Claypool, he's doing really, really good now. Like, mm-hmm. he might win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, looking really good. And I'm looking at their schedule, too. They've had an easy one so far. So it'll be like the Titans. Each one of those teams will be their first real test. That's going to be a really good one. It's a noon It's a noon kickoff, but I might tune into that one. Um, Steelers coming up. Uh, Ravens on November 1st. Ravens, of course, again on the 26th of November. Um, is that Thanksgiving this year? Uh, that might be the Thanksgiving game. I don't know. I don't know my calendar. That might be it, though. But that would be a good one. And then um, Bills, December thirteenth, and that's really it, honestly. So the Steelers are looking like a lot like the Bills. They can benefit off of an easy schedule, and um, honestly, they could contend with Baltimore to win this division. Seriously, but Steelers, I like that pick. Glad, uh, glad Big Ben's back. Um, love their defense, so that's good. Number four, um, my first uh, new uh, team in my top five, my updated top five. Um, I'm going to put Seattle in there, and you had them number five, so we basically have the same one there. Um, Russell Wilson's first real test, Pete Carroll's first real test without a good defense at their time in Seattle. Uh, Defense, not really, not good, not top 10, probably not top 15. But Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind despite 19 touchdowns, three picks through five games. And um, you could argue that uh, he and Metcalf are top three receiver quarterback combo right now, honestly. Because, I mean, they're how, you, you said it earlier before the, the pod. How many touchdowns does Metcalf have? Do you know? Uh, He's he leading, has, right? Uh, yeah, I think he has six. Six? Yeah. Insane. So you could argue them as is one of the best. Me personally, I, you know, I still like Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, but um, they're doing something really special in Seattle right now. That's not an easy division right now either. Um, so Seattle, I have to give them props. And they were a team. I said at the beginning, I might have already said this um, 
I said in the beginning of week one, they barely missed my top five. They were like number six or number seven, but they've been playing really, really well, especially in the clutch. Um, in the fourth quarter, they really show up. So Seattle number four. Moving on to number three. Before I get my number three, I want to make a switch from number five. I want to take out Seattle and put in Tampa. Oh, okay. So they stayed exactly the same. Yeah. They haven't moved at all. Okay. Tampa. Yeah. So no improvement at all. They, I mean, they've they've played some good teams. Yeah, I mean, I would put them ahead, but like the teams that are ahead of them are just have impressed me more. Mm-hmm. No, like, I feel that. Like for example, number three, the Bears. Like who beat Tampa? Mm-hmm. That's my number three, Chicago wow. Bears. Number three. <laughs> I love that though. So why the Bears? This is re- this is interesting. I like this. Go ahead. Well, for one. Last year, a lot of people may have thought, I mean, the Bears' defense isn't what it used to be, but really, the Bears were just having a lot of injuries last year. Bears' defense is still really good, and Matt Nagy is actually a really, really good offensive coach. Like he, He's really doing a great job, and mm-hmm. it actually was Trubisky that was the problem all along. And Nick Foles, while he's not playing great, he really is playing good enough to get them the wins. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people were giving um, Nagy trouble and everything, and, and he, I think he's a good coach. As soon as he came in, in 2018, they went 12-4, and four, won the uh, won the division, and made the playoffs. I didn't, I, I didn't think he was a problem. I think he, he made Trubisky as good as he could be, but he's just not cutting it. Now that they have a, a good quarterback in Nick Foles, they can, um, they can do something special, seriously. I'll be interested to see that first game against Green Bay, though, you know, um, see how well they stop them, but that's an interesting pick. So the Bear Chicago is the third best team in the NFL. Okay, okay. I watched that whole Thursday night game against Tampa. That was that was really really good. Um, they just come up with like clutch stop after clutch stop. If I need any defense to give me a stop, give me Chicago. Moving on to number three for me. Three for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop them by one. Had this team at number two at the beginning. I'm gonna put Baltimore at number three. Um, still a, a solid defense. Offense, you know, offense. What can you say? Continue to explode, but they had their troubles. Um, I'm having a brain cramp. Who did they lose to? They uh, lost Chiefs. Chiefs, right, 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 right. Then that was their only loss, right? Um, Kansas City beats them. You expected that game to be closer, but Lamar Jackson just didn't show up. I think only like 97 passing yards in that game. Um, And the Chiefs secondary isn't the best. I mean, let's face it, but um, Baltimore is still a top three team, and I'm not freaking out. I think Baltimore is top three. um, And we're just going to have to see uh, the remaining of the year. You know, they I'd have to look at I'd, I'm gonna pull up their schedule really quick. Um, I'm excited for that first game against Pittsburgh. Let me see their schedule for the remaining of the year. Yes, yeah, so they beat Washington already and Bel- and the Bengals. Okay, yeah, and that's the other point I was gonna make up. Struggle a little, begin- a little bit against Philadelphia. If Philadelphia gets that two point conversion, they tie the game. We go into overtime. Who knows what happens, right? You've got Pittsburgh, you've got Indianapolis, you've got New England, you've got Tennessee, and you've got Pittsburgh in your next five games. 
That's that's not easy. Easy one against Dallas. They'll beat Cleveland. They'll beat Jacksonville. They'll beat New York. They'll beat Cincinnati. So they got a, a good one going down the stretch. But those next five, I'll be really interested to see how they play. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they lose a one or two in that stretch. But I still like Baltimore. They drop by one, but still top three. Um, number two. Uh, number two is what well, was your number five team, Tennessee Titans. There you go. There you go. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> go ahead. But yeah, man. The Titans, they really, really surprised me. Like, I did not expect them to be here. And the main person that really surprised me was Ryan Tannehill because he's the reason why I thought they would not, mm-hmm. like, take that uh, leap. And he's playing really good. And here they are, undefeated. How, how quickly people forget. Seriously, his days in Miami, not bad. Seriously, he's a, he's a solid quarterback. But honestly, all you have to do is hand it off to Derrick Henry, too. Yeah. He's just a cheat code. Like when, when I saw them make that run in the playoffs as the sixth seed, I was like, yeah, they went 9-7. and seven. Yeah, they're the sixth seed, but they've got an unstoppable force in Derrick Henry. And if they just keep running the ball with him, like, who can beat them? Seriously, no one wants to tackle that man. The guy's like 6'3", 240 some. It's insane. He's just throwing grown men around. It's exactly. Crazy. I think I said uh, one time, I was like, it's a defensive end playing running back. <laughs> um, my number two is your number five, actually. Right back at you. I've got Tampa Bay at number two. They rose a lot for me. Um, they were a team I thought that was just in the top ten. I needed to see them play first. One of the points I made at the beginning of the year was that a lot of these a lot of these teams, I think there were nine teams with either a different head coach or a different starting quarterback, and those teams, I said, would struggle to start out because there were no, uh, there was no training camp, no OTAs or anything, and Tampa was one of those teams. They looked solid. They had a, you know, a bad loss to Chicago. Um, the Saints, you know, I, that was expected. I think the Saints can beat them again, believe it or not, but um, they've looked good. They looked really good. I think they just needed some adjusting. Their offense is explosive. Um, Brady, what was it? He threw some like f- five touchdown passes uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, five or six. He's just he's looking incredible right now. With um, OJ out, it gives Gronk more more chances, and he looks like he's broken back into the league. I think he's his old self again. And um, of course, you gotta love the running game too. Fournette, Ronald Jones, um, they they look good. They, I I got to give them credit. I, sp- I think you know what I think they actually jumped a few spots for me after Sunday. Yeah. Because same. I said in that game Green Bay would win, um, and they came out. They they were down ten nothing, and they just seriously just exploded. And defense looked good. They got a pick six off Rodgers. Um, Brady was playing phenomenal. I got to give him credit. Tampa Bay at number two for me. Seriously. And um, I need to see. I'd, I'd like to look at their schedule, too, if I can, the remaining of the year. So they're 4-2 and two currently. Right, right, right. So they've got, uh, they've got Vegas next. Giants. They can win both those games. Then the Saints. Right. I'm still picking Saints for that. Call me biased. I don't care. I'm going to pick Saints to win that one. Carolina, L.A., winnable games. 
Kansas City on the 29th. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That'd be a really that's that's honestly that might be a toss up. Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta. They can win all those. So Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'm buying into it now. Definitely buying into it. Drum roll. I think we have the same team. Yeah. Number one. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. They stayed the same for me. They stayed the same for me. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs coming in, I pretty much still have them at number one for the same reason I had them uh, number one before the season started. Uh, Mahomes is still playing like the best quarterback in the NFL. Defense is doing just enough to get uh, guys off the field. And on top of that, you got Clyde Edwards-Elair, who's in the race for Rookie of the Year. And then on top of that, you add Le'Veon Bell and Andy Reid. It's just... Chiefs the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You've got the best quarterback who came back in Patrick Mahomes. You have Tyreek Hill. You have Clyde Edwards. So, yeah, the running game is insane now. You already had Clyde, who, you know, any draft pick is a gamble. You know, you never know how they'll be in the NFL. We got to see him firsthand last year at LSU. But you never know how it's going to be in the pros. He's been phenomenal. Rushed for a uh, a career high. I mean, he's pl- not that he's played many games, but... Um, Career high in rushing yards the other night, or last night, the Monday night football game um, against Buffalo. Um, then you've got Tyree Kill, obviously. Defense, like you said, yeah, is doing just enough. I, I, I said at the beginning, like, defense is good enough for what they need. It's good enough. They can get you a stop here and there. And, I mean, the, Chief, the Chiefs' offense is already good enough as it is. Andy Reid, great schemer. Um, I can't say anything else about him. Seriously, Kelsey, um, they're 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 phenomenal. They're tremendous. Kansas City at number one. That that still hasn't changed for me. I don't think at any week, even when they lost to Vegas, I still said Kansas City. If there was any doubt, who is the best team? That was handled a couple weeks ago against Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in the playoffs, if they meet up, I think the same thing will happen. Seriously, I I just. I don't see anyone in the AFC really beating the Chiefs in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, that's our top five. Did you want to add anything else? Any honorable mentions or anything? Uh, honorable mention, probably the Saints. Yeah, I'll, yeah, the Saints are still in there. They're like just outside the top five. At the beginning of the year, I had them three. Um, and then, and then what was the other team I replaced? No, San Francisco. San Francisco, eh, up in the air. Had a good yeah. win against L.A. the other night, but, I mean, L.A. is L.A. Um, I'd have to see more out of San Francisco. Uh, they, they had uh, Bosa, who went out week one, obviously. Kittle was out for two weeks. So, struggling with inju- injuries, uh, even uh, Jimmy G. But, um, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to see about them. So, that is our updated top five going into week seven. Yeah. Week seven, right. Um, so yeah, good one. Um, we'll continue to keep up with that. I'd like to do another one on the live show here in a few weeks, but, um, yeah, keep listening out to the Hodges huddle for Jordan Dove and Ronald Riggs. Excuse me. We are signing out. Go Tigers.